When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, cricket now, and after a long time away from home, a really long time away from home, at the uh, IPL, former Black Caps coach Mike Hessens back in the country and an MIQ and uh, not too far away from seeing family and friends in the Deep South. And uh, he joins us from MIQ now. Good morning, Q Hess. Yeah, Mike, Philly. Good to be back. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, and those words never true. It's been pretty trying wait for you. Yeah, it has. I think it was the seventh attempt at MIQ. Um, like everybody away from home, it's a bit of a shambles, really, trying to get back in the country and uh, you know, carry on with life. So... Hopefully, uh, yeah. Hopefully, sanity prevails. I'll stay soon. Well, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, you you just what you just it, you just woke up in the middle of the night, or you just sat with your finger on the button and hope. Is it is it basically what it's down to? Oh, there was a couple of months before they went to this lobby system. There was probably three months of spending you know upwards of ten hours a day refreshing this um, sort of antiquated system in the hope that a, a date would free up um, to get back to the country. And then, uh, and then they changed to a lobby system, which is um, every two weeks you, you basically log in along with 30,000 New Zealanders. And uh, on the hour, they basically um, you tell you what number you are. And hopefully you're within the top 3,000 or 2,000. If you're not, then you try again in two weeks' time. Yeah, it is, it's, it is antiquated and it's... It's wrong, but however, uh, hopefully it's on, on the improve for those people that have been uh, in your situation and still are in the past, let's hope for them. Uh, let's uh, focus a little bit on the IPL. Seems like forever ago it finished. You, you got down to the last three, which is a uh, terrific performance. Two more teams next season, which is uh, going to uh, make things a little bit more interesting as well. Yeah, it certainly will. They'll obviously come in with a pretty big budget by the look of it. So even though it's a... Um you know, everyone's got the same amount at the auction. They can pre-buy some players. So those that aren't uh, retained, they've got a chance to throw some cash at them and, and try and hang on to some, you know, some pretty good players. So um, it's, it's going to be a little bit harder to, to do the mock auctions because you're not quite sure how the 10 teams are going to work as opposed to eight where you've got a whole heap of data to deal with. So it'll be a new challenge, that's for sure. One of the players that you uh, introduced to IPL cricket this year at a pretty high premium as well was Cole Jamieson. Um, uh, halfway through the season, uh, you couldn't find room with and for him in your playing eleven, and then of course that has uh, transpired across to uh, the Black Caps as well. Just what's happened with Cole Jamieson in, in T20 cricket at this point? Well, I think it was more the fact we'd finished in India where conditions um, there was a little more bounce and so forth, and then. Uh, you know, turned up in uh, in the UAE um, 
pretty late. Uh, New Zealand cricket, you know, hung on to him uh, doing a strength and conditioning window. So by the time he arrived, he was a bit short of cricket. Um, you know, played, we played him in the first game and uh, or maybe a couple of games, and he was just looked a bit short of a gallop. So um, he, he worked really hard in the net, to be fair, from that point on. And, and probably with three or four games to go, he was probably slowly back in convention. But um, the pitches over there just didn't really suit um, his type of bowling. We felt, you know, we, we were playing in Charlie where it was quite low bounce. Um, and he, you know, he just wasn't getting the benefit of, you know, being able to hit those hard lengths that we know how, how well he does in test cricket. So, look, his T20s is a developing game, but um, give him another year or two and I think he'll be very good at it. Yes, you took a side to uh, a World Cup final against Australia. Uh, we fell against Australia again at the weekend. Uh, a lot of people outside saying we just can't beat them on the big occasions. Uh, do you do we have an Aussie phobia in cricket? Do we have a, a problem with them on the big occasion? Well, I guess we only really had two big occasions, didn't we? In terms of the, the 2015 World Cup and, the, and this one, um, in terms of finals. I mean, we've beaten them a heck of a lot in Chapel Hadley's um, over the last, you know, six or seven years. Um, in fact, we've, we've basically retained it the majority of the time. So I think we, um, we're we okay maybe in bilaterals. I think you get to a big stage and a lot of their players potentially have played more big matches. Um, but I don't think necessarily there's a failure. I mean, we, you know, each side has probably got better matchups than other. I mean, we obviously do very well against India. Australia struggle against India. And I think it's just the, the way the sides match up against each other from a skill perspective. Um, you know, what we're good at facing and, and what they're good at facing, you know. Australians seem to deal with our swing bowling a lot better than, than the Indians do. So, and I think it's more match-up than potentially phobia from, you know, from my perspective. OK, it's a, it's a fair observation. And so, in essence, um, we, we uh, were outplayed at, at the weekend, of course. Uh, what did you make of that, that uh, particular tournament uh, and that final? Look, I thought we, we scrapped pretty hard. Um, having lost the toss, we ended up obviously batting first um, in conditions that are obviously very much in favour of chasing. So um, to get that score was, you know, we saw a Kane Williamson masterclass really, which, um, you know, not only did he score runs, but he scored them at a clip that got you down more than a competitive total. Um, I don't think it was a good total, but it was a, a competitive one. Um, and then with the ball, we just we just never really got into the game. You know, we, we gave probably too many... Um, I'll say three beats. Um, certainly got easier to bat. There's no doubt about that, and that probably took spin out of the out of the equation because uh, the ball just skidded on. And in the end, you know, Mitchell Marsh, when he's in that frame of mind and you can't bring any variations, he uh, he just took the took the attack to us. And, and David Warner, obviously, is back in form again. So um, oh, I think we were short of 20 runs um, if we had to bowl second, uh, which we obviously did. So. You know, you look at potentially how we could have gone earlier with the bat. Um, I think it was a bit harder in those conditions, the first 10 overs of the game. So you, you do look at periods where we could have um, improved and, and we probably could have got another 5 or 10 in the power play um, just through a little bit more intent. But I think we're probably pretty short. And, uh, you know, you could transfer that across to game one of the Lucent series. I thought, I think we scored 24 runs in the last 23 deliveries or vice versa. Uh, with wickets in hand, and, and that's simply not enough uh, in most games, I think, it's uh, when you're setting up. So we might have a, a, a bit of an issue there. What did you make of uh, the new boys in that, that first up game against India? Oh, I was delighted that, that Chapman did well, and they threw him up at three, which, you know, was a, I guess when you had the likes of Phillips and Seifert and 
um, and Roach and Ravindra are all top order batters. I, I thought it was a, you know, in the end it worked out to be a really good move in terms of giving Chapman some time at the crease. Um, he combined with Guptill. I mean, it was a really good platform. But you're right, to get less than a run ball, um, you know, once Guptill had that six, the first ball, the 17th over, we got 14 runs off the next 16 balls, which, you know, when you're only four down, it's just not good enough. Um, and I think we lost, we just didn't have the power without Nisham there. Um, you know, we, we and Phillips got out early. We just left with with no power at the back end, which in T20 cricket, um, the finishing role is probably that they reckon about the second most important role in any team in terms of winning games. So at the moment, we just don't have a finisher. So you know, we've got to restructure that. Hopefully, Nisham's back, um, and that's personally where I quite like Daryl Daryl Mitchell. Um, Mm. You know, and even when he performed really well in that semi-final, it was more at the back end of the game where he showed his power. So I personally, I, I like him at the back end. He's one of the few guys in New Zealand who can be that finisher. Um, and I think in India, you've got to have a finisher because you've got to be able to get 50 off the last four um, to win games over there. So, yeah, I, I, I don't mind the experiment, but I think they've got better options there now. And I think Daryl's better suited to the middle. Yeah, I think you're probably right looking down the track and that's what we should be doing right from now. I mean, it's uh, less than 12 months away to the next T20 World Cup, of course, in Australia. Good point there. Uh, now, uh, also coming up uh, here very shortly, two test matches, very important test matches because they begin our defence of uh, the World Test Championship crown. And two places of interest to me, Kanpur and Mumbai. Now, we've picked just three seamers bare uh, for this particular test series. Uh, is that indicative of those conditions? Because if anyone in New Zealand knows Indian conditions, it is you. Yeah, look, it is. I, I mean, Kampoor is is slow. Um, you'll get reverse swing, so you need uh, of your, your two seamers that you play. They'll need to both be able to get their ball to reverse. Um, so that and, and Mumbai. I mean, if they play on the red clay, the red soil, which I think they will, there is bounce. So there is bounce. There's a little bit of carry. Um, and that will help both spin and seam. So that might be the one venue where you might play three quicks. Um, but I think Panacore, you definitely go with two, and then you, you play your three spinners. So um, I think they've pretty much got it right, but um, you certainly don't want an injury um, you know, before the test series starts, otherwise you could leave yourself a little bit exposed. OK. Um, the other news that has come through, which um, I find a little bit interesting, a little bit disturbing, is that um, New Zealand have withdrawn their under-19 side from uh, this World Cup on the basis of, of MIQ stress, basically. They don't want young men having to sit in IQ for, well, it's now only seven days. I, I find that uh, quite an interesting decision, to be honest. Um, I mean, you've done MIQ like anyone. Is it not possible to have twin rooms in, uh, in MIQ? Is it not possible to have maybe linking doors? Or I mean... Uh, is, I find it a, an interesting decision. Having said that, I've never been through MIQ, so I, I'm sort of guessing here. Oh, look, MIQ is not a great place for anybody, to be fair. But I mean, seven days is a heck of a lot easier than 14. Um, I heard they talked about, you know, potentially having, you know, 16-year-olds in there, and, and I guess that duty of care and the well-being aspect of leaving someone by themselves in a room uh, where you can't even leave, um, you know, for a week. I, I, from a well-being point of view, they obviously raise, but. Uh, I mean, you, you can have a bubble in, in um, MIQ, so you can potentially um, be in the same room with somebody else. You can double share. Um, you just have to, when you book the rooms, you have to allocate that as, you know, you're, you're part of the same bubble. So that is possible. Um, but, I mean, I, I mean, seriously, I really hope that, as I said, sanity prevails and MIQ is gone come the new year. 
um, because in terms of risk, it's it's way down the pecking order now in terms of people being double vaccinated and, and having you know, numerous tests to even enter the country. Um, so you would have thought that well, mid-January when that's happening that um, they would do that because it's, you know, it's such an important part for these young cricketers, but but also for New Zealand to be seen on the world stage. I mean, it's uh, when New Zealand had the Under-19 World Cup here, um, the amount of coverage they got, um, you know, it's it's I think it's a bit of slight on New Zealand to be brutally honest. That their Under-19 teams had to to pull out of the world event, as have many other sports, um, New Zealand sporting people over the last you know period of time. I think it's a great point. Very good point. Uh, so here's, thanks very much for your time this morning. Uh, I hope we've managed to use up 15 minutes of your very busy day. Uh, and um, I, I know, I know uh, in particular, you're looking forward to getting home to your girls. So uh, let's, uh, look, let's uh, hope Christmas is a good one for you after this very, very, very long wait. Well done. I appreciate it. Really nice chat.